Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Tipping the Scales. I'm Shay Dawson. I'm Tania Rivers, a.k.a. T. Welcome back, tippers. Where did T money go? I don't know. I dropped it because I was told by several people that it wasn't good for my professional brand. Oh. But anyway. Boo! Boo. <laughs> exactly. What's going on, T? How's your week so oh, far? It was, it was good. Everything's going well. I had a great weekend. I felt um, good about the weather. Isn't it great when you have sunshine? Yes. Anything above 70 gets me excited. So it's like yes. over 70 degrees. Went for a really good hike on Saturday. So things are great. Man, and the sons are playing well. Your son is playing extremely well. And I just Thank saw you. yesterday, Monty was like, he needs to be defensive, defensive player of the year. Player of like, the year. stop playing with the kid. He said, I'm not going to get into any Iron Man. But I was like, ooh, <laughs> get go on ahead, Monty. Monty. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I'm really proud of Mikhail, though. He's playing hard. He's being aggressive. He was actually just texting me like, you know, do I have a mother? I haven't heard from you today. And I'm like, dude, I'm busy. I've been in meetings. He's like, whatever. Yeah. It's funny how he thinks that. he's, he could be busy, but I can't. I'm like, what? I know it's crazy. Yeah. But he's playing well. I mean, last night he played 50 minutes and I was like 50 minutes 50, five guarding zero. the best players on the court. Like it's insane. Right? Yeah. I'm proud um, of that kid. Mind you, he never tweets my things back, but it's cool. Mikhail, shout out to you. Um, get um, him, Shay. You, you need to <laughs> calling him out. No, no, no. I'm just like, kidding. no, you're too nice. Get yes. him. No, I totally. You know, I will. I will for you. <laughs> just as long as he knows that I'm rooting for him and that you know, I think he's awesome. So, oh, we appreciate you. All right. So, what do we got today? Um, we've got a lot. Oh, it's to a talk good about. topic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good topic because I think it happens to people um, a lot where you've heard of the terminology ghosting. Ghosting. <laughs> yeah, it's like you apply for a job or you have a conversation with a recruiter or you have a conversation with someone at the company and then you, you, you have good energy. You think you interview well. Um, and then you just go from very much engagement to absolutely nothing. So yes. we, we refer to that as ghosting. It happens all the time. So I thought it was worthy of yeah. us having a conversation about it. It happens in life. It happens in relationships not necessarily relation, long-term relationships, but relationships when you meet people, when you're connecting, um, you know, people have a lot going on in their lives, which they're not honest about. And, you know, yeah. they may ghost people or even in friendships as well, or, you know, potential friendships. Ghosting is, in my opinion, probably some of the worst things you can do. Um, I agree. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely, some people feel like that's justified because they don't want to deal with, you know, communicating serious information, but I think, you know, people got to do better. Yeah. And look, no one likes to, I mean, think about how it makes you feel. No one likes to be left hanging, just no. wondering and thinking about what has happened. What, what happened? Did I say something wrong? When it just takes you a few minutes to close the loop, whether right. you are on board or you decided to go in a different direction, you owe it to that person. I don't just share respect to, to close the loop and not keeping someone in limbo. But some people don't feel like they owe it. They feel like they should, it's so. their decision. Yeah. Um, and they didn't want to take the extra step and, and close the loop or give someone, you know, a much needed context to something that, because what happens is you start to tell yourself a story that you don't know the answers and you yeah, can't. I'm good like, at that. I'm like, 
this I'm connecting my own dots. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and it kind of makes you go, you know, damn, did I do something wrong? Did I say something like, and so your mind's just constantly left yeah. wondering like what happened, which yeah. I, it's just an awful place to leave people, you know? Yeah. Have and you I, ever ghosted someone? I probably have definitely. <laughs> um, and I remember a time where I forgot to f- close a loop on someone with someone yeah. and the person followed up and just shared like their share, like just their disappointment. Yeah. And I apologize, but that was an aha moment for me because from that point forward, I made it my duty to make sure that I close the loop because I don't want people to feel that way. And I yeah. also just put myself in that person's shoes to say like, you've interviewed, you've interviewed for the role. You spent time, like time is money, like time yeah. is everything. And we yeah. don't have a lot of it. And there's so much that we're trying to fit in, in in a day. And if someone is giving you their time, whether it be to apply for a job or especially interview, because they're showing up and it takes time and energy and resources. Right. And for you not to close the loop with that person, it's just, it's, it, to me, it's just poor character. And when people do that, I said, mm, I probably didn't want to work for that person, or I didn't want to work with that Um that staffing agency or whoever it is, or that mm-hmm. recruiter or that recruiter, it just wasn't a good, that's not a good look of your brand when mm-hmm. you do that to people for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. And it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of like emotional, not warfare, but like sometimes people use it as control, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, when they know they have the upper hand to, to walk out or ghost or not follow up, it's like a, it's like a, a weird place to be in, you know, when let's say you want something really bad, you want to connect with that person. You, you know, you're feeling, like you said, you feel in that situation and that person knows that it's almost like sometimes they can use that as like, well, you know, I have the power over that situation, so I can choose not to. And then a lot of people who do ghost, they usually come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then how do you respond when they do come back? You know, because you wanted it so bad and you didn't get the closure. And then you kind of like, you feel like you know what you're going to say if they do come back and they come back and you're like, I didn't say what I wanted to you say. You know what? I got to, I have to give this gentleman's name and give him a shout out. I was on LinkedIn the other day and it was a t-shirt that I actually went on the, the website and ordered because it was just awesome. Uh-huh. His name is Nick F. Nelson okay. and Nick F. Nelson on his LinkedIn post, he posted, it said, it was a little t-shirt. It said, um, I'm that song that you skipped and later on found out that it was fire. I was like, ah, love that. Yes. Like, how cool is that? Like I'm that song that you skipped. And then later on, you found, found out, out that it was, it was fire. fire. So he had a website to go to and I, I, I ordered that t-shirt immediately. You did? Yeah. And yellow. You know, was, like, was it his um, company or? Was it, it was it. It was somewhere else. Okay. Um, but it was but he was making a point because people were skipping over his post and yeah. not giving him the opportunity. And how many times where, you know, I think this is part of that overall experience where you've been, you were skipped over. Like that's a whole, you know, even when you're ghosted, like you're being skipped over and you, you know, shame on you. You could be really missing out on some wonderful humans that yeah. could be working for your organization. And you don't even know, cause you haven't, you know, you didn't give them the due diligence that you were supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, Sometimes you don't get what you want because you deserve better. And people Mm -hmm. have to realize that. Love that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes it didn't go that way for you. Just you were meant for more. And yeah, 
you're being protected by the universe, by God, however, you know, you see it, that is what it actually really is. Yeah. That's the hardest part though, right? Yeah. Because we can't see past that. You know, mm-hmm. I can think about me when I would apply for a job and I'm looking for something specifically. And then, you know, I'm interviewing, especially for me at the roles I'm applying for. I mean, there's normally like, I have to interview with at least five people yeah. and I put for, so for an HR marketing. role. Yeah. Well, yeah. At, at my level, mm-hmm. like it's like at least five people that I'm interviewing with and it's a lot of energy, a lot of energy. Yeah. And I recall an experience where I've interviewed for the job. And if you don't like, you are just so vested, like, especially when in the process, yeah. Like, or just, or just about the opportunity too, Mm -hmm, right. mm -hmm. That you put so much time and energy into that and, and preparation alone and just, you know, you're kind of like on this emotional roller coaster, because I think if you have a good, I mean, I, I can't say everyone, but I would say most of us know if you interview well, if you didn't, like you kind of, you know, I'm harder on myself. I'm like, I should have said a thousand different. Oh things. my God. Me too. I always, but you kind of have an idea of where you landed yeah. based on how that conversation went. And if things are going well, and you have someone on the other end of the horn or on the computer telling you great things, that things are fantastic. And they go from that to nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's like, that's criminal in my event. Like, in yeah, my opinion, for yeah, sure. It's diabolical. Uh, I totally agree Uh, to have someone, you know, play with your emotions, you know, get you all excited and, you know, you're hanging on that person's or company's word and something happens that we have no idea what happens. And then they are forced to make a decision. You know, sometimes they feel like they don't need to let us know what that is, you know, which again, like you said, it's, it's um, a reflection of them. But what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what this podcast is about. Like when you are ghosted, if you are ghosted, what are you going to do about it? How do you pick up? You're going to cry over spilled milk. You're going to, you know, have them always in your sights thinking about, you know, oh, well, they missed out. Yeah, you can say that. But the best thing you can do, in my opinion, is continue living your life, continue being amazing, continue to put out good energy. Right. Yeah. 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 Because ghosting is diabolical. Yeah, I think so. That's why I try not to do it. I probably have, but I would say the times I have ghosted people, they were toxic and they needed to be ghosted and they didn't need to be explained because if you give them an opportunity to um, have that last conversation, they're going to manipulate you and you're going to be stuck back in the situation. Yeah, I mean, that's fine if you you choose to go in a different direction and then there's no conversation. You just, and you don't have to respond to an email. Yeah. But I do think it's worth sending a quick email to saying, Hey, we, we decided to move in a different direction. We oh, I'm talking about in a relationship, but yes. Oh, at, you at switch gears. Oh, you're talking about, Oh, <laughs> I, I I'm kind of going back and forth because I think ghosting is something that happens across Very the board in your life. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, sure. I, I agree. Um, but okay. So before we talk, cause I have probably, you know, I didn't know you're talking about relationships. Cause I, I, I definitely have ghosted. A few. I was just talking about ghosting in general. <laughs> I wasn't really being, <laughs> I've ghosted. So yeah, I've relationship wise. Yeah. You, I'm like, goodbye. See you later. Came at me with some crazy stuff. You don't even deserve a response. You you weirdo. But, um, but for professional wise, like, have you ever been ghosted? No, because I've never been ghosted one, because every time I've gotten a job, it's been word of mouth. It has never, it's never been like, 
I'm applying or looking on LinkedIn. I've never gotten a job that way. I've only gotten a job by word of mouth. Someone saying, Shay, you'd be perfect for this. Let me introduce you to X. Now, I feel like that way, if I was to be ghosted, that would have been a horrible situation. Oh, wow. You know what? No, I guess I wasn't technically ghosting. No. But I did have somebody come and headhunt me and then... We interviewed and everything and it went well. And then they didn't give me the job. And I was like, that nah, was weird. So I did have that happen. Yeah, I think that happens to some of yeah. us. And sometimes I, you, I did have that happen, but I don't think that's ghosting. No, nah, that's not ghosting. They just yeah, chose someone else. Yeah, exactly. What your competition looked like. like exactly. We all think that we're fantastic. but Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I people are, are, are more qualified than we are. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I had an opportunity, not for a job. I agree. Like all the, I, I, not for a job, but there was an opportunity where, I, I remember there was um, a search firm that reached out to me just saying, Hey, here's an opportunity. I think this would be a great opportunity for you based on your background. Would love to chat with you to talk to you more about this opportunity. Yeah. And I reply with my availability, like, Hey, let's have a conversation. Reply with my availability. The person took like three days to respond. I'm like, that's that's odd. That's like weird. You, you're asking right. me about an opportunity and took the person took like three days to respond. But then I responded back like, no problem. I know we're all busy. Here's my availability. Like always assume positive intent. Right. So uh-huh, uh-huh, I did uh-huh. that. And then afterwards, um, the person responded like, no, I don't think the person responded at all. I think I gave my availability and that was it. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but again, I just think I didn't care too much about it. I still think it's unprofessional for sure. And it, it gives, it it just puts your organization or your search firm or your business in a very negative light. Let me tell you something, this world (laughs) is too small. We all know each other. Like Mm. it's funny because I was telling someone something personal and I was like, please don't tell anyone. And the person was like, I don't know anyone that knows you. I'm like, that's not true. Like I, I looked at our LinkedIn, we got like 110 share connection. So that's not true. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please right. just keep your mouth shut. But exactly. Don't assume, but I, I just say that that remember the experience that you're providing people yeah. because you never know there's gonna be someone that knows you mm. and they're gonna remember that experience, especially in a type of organization where your goal is to get business to. That's how you make money. So if you are not doing well and not giving your candidates great experience, and we're going to remember who you are, and we're going to tell everyone that we know that, hey, you should probably think about using this search firm because this because this search firm is not the best. Yeah. And word of mouth is just so important. So yeah. you, that's why it's so important to give good experiences. No, I totally agree. And now that you are taking my mind somewhere else, I have definitely been on the on the back end of someone that I know, or a couple people actually, this happened a couple of times, were excited about opportunities mm. that I was a gatekeeper for um, that didn't treat me well. Uh, when they, they didn't know what I did or anything like that. They just, mm. they didn't have any time for me. They didn't, you know, they ignored me or just, you know, shrugged me off. And then when it came down to it, somebody was like, so what do you think about so-and-so? And I was like, I mean, I don't really have my, you know what I mean? Like I had to give a stamp of approval that I couldn't give. And yeah. so you never know who you're, you see what I'm saying? Kind. Like you said, like, yeah, yeah, like we, like the world is small and best believe it. And especially if you're a good person, if you're a good person, those good people know good people because good people like to connect, you know, to other good people. So it's like, 
yeah, you got to be careful. It's definitely come back to where the person treated me like shit. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end was like, oh, do you know my friend Shay? And the person was like, no. And then next thing you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't know me. But now, I mean, you, we had an interaction and it was not a good one. And now you see that person like squirming on the other end. Like, yeah, Uh-oh. you treated yeah. me like shit. And, you know, I didn't address it, but I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, I know. And I want I want out you because kind of wanted, I want you to say something. You know what I mean? Like I've I've had that situation before. It's actually kind of a satisfying situation or a feeling. Yes. But it's <laughs> but that just goes to show that treat people, treat everyone kind and treat everyone mm-hmm. with respect because you never know you never that know. person, who that person is. And just because that person did not interview you, they they may be asked. I ask people all the time, like even the receptionist at the desk, what did you think about so-and-so? Mm-hmm. And don't ever treat someone less than because of a title or what you assume to be a, 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 someone who's not powerful or, or a decision maker. Like, just be respectful. And I think if you are a, a decent human, then you should want to treat everyone with respect, no matter what their role is in the organization. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I thought about it too. I'm like, I work with athletes. I get ghosted all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They just don't they have go, time. They ghost me all the time. They they just don't have time to text back. Yeah. They, you know, true. times where they don't show up, you follow up, they might respond, then they respond again. Yeah, I've been ghosted. I've been ghosted a lot in my life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the more you think about it, you start to really think about because you're like not just in an interview process, but yeah. But you know what? It bring it brings up a good topic because we just talked about how important it is to be kind and treat people with respect because you because this world is just so small and you know, we all in this universe kind of know someone and knows mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. But I also think true, what gets tricky is when you use data that you may have received to be the end all be all from one person. Yeah. And you got to be very true. careful that's because true. let me tell you this, like there are times where I've personally seen that someone may have not been great in a certain role. And you put them in another position or you put them under another leader and they soar and they're oh freaking, and they are freaking fantastic. Yes. But you never gave that person an opportunity because that person just, you know, either didn't do well in your organization right. or either didn't do well under this certain leader who couldn't tap into that person's power. And when you set them up for a success, then that person soar, right? So yes. I just encourage people to be mindful of just listening to one person's side of the story and have that be your decision making, you're making your final decision based on that because that's wrong. And you never know someone else's experience as well. Right. That is so true. Mm-hmm. I I I would say I haven't ever been on the side where, you know, I've changed positions, but I've seen people miserable in a, in a particular role. One, because Either they misrepresented themselves, not on purpose, you know, really wanting the job, really wanting to get into the organization and misrepresented themselves. So doing something they love and then over time talking to them and suggesting like, you should go talk to your boss about doing this role because, you know, it's either opening up or it needs more support. And seeing that person switch over and excelling and being like, oh my God, thank you for just like giving me that idea. I'm thinking like, you gave me the idea by telling me how much you hated the role or how you wish you would have said this in the interview process. And then me just being like, why don't you just talk to her about it? And then that's not even something that sometimes leaders even think about. So just having other people that can, you know, 
see from the outside and say, like, suggest that. Like, and, and also having a safe environment at a workplace that allows that, where it's like, hey, I know you brought in this person an X role, but what if they're better suited? And because some people get really like territorial as well. Yeah. So it's, it's about having a safe space too to, to do that, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can think about a time too, just like a personal experience because we've all had, and we talked about this on a previous episode where we've had, you know, great leaders and some not so great leaders. Mm-hmm. And I remember a time where I did not have a great leader that this leader, um, I felt uh, treated others differently than they did me. And I was also set up where I was, you know, doing, let's say one role. And then I was asked to do a lot more without really a change in my compensation. Um, But my role like went from, you know, let's say it like more than quadrupled (laughs) and not really seeing a change in my compensation. So of course, I'm not going to be my best. I mm. needed more resources mm. to have the resources that I needed. And that was hard. And of course, if you think about, if you rated how I was in the role, I probably wasn't my best. I didn't have the resources. I didn't feel supported. I didn't feel appreciated. And I had a, a, a leader that was, did not treat me fairly like he did everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, so if you get feedback from that person, then perhaps that feedback's not going to be favorable because I wasn't set up for the right situation. Right. And how unfair is it for you to share that experience when one, you don't know my side of the story, you don't know my version, but you're sharing something negative that's going to prevent me or someone else who had a similar experience to get a job. Like that is, that's awful, right? Yeah. And because how can, how can you be your best if you're mm, feeling resentment? Mm. From the way they're mm-hmm. managing you and the way the feedback that you're getting and not hearing you, not listening yeah. to you. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You're resenting your, I'm sure you're typing like this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Texting back like this, like all of that takes energy. Yeah. It takes yeah. energy. And it's just, you know, what's sad this, and I know that there are so many different people who can relate with me on this is that you step out of the situation. So now you're out they hire someone, your replacement, and they set this person up. One, this person is making a salary that you're supposed to get like almost a, a, a lot more than what you were making. Yes. And then they give this person a lot more resources and you're like, oh, this person is great. Well, yes, because you set them up to be great. So think about, are you setting that person up for success? But don't block someone's blessing because of an experience that you had when you know you didn't do right by that person. That is so wrong. And it talk happens about it. all the time. We'll talk right. about it. Maybe he, maybe he or she wanted you out mm. and they pushed you out and you couldn't yeah. recognize it. And they wanted you to crumble. And then you did. And then, or you, you pulled know. out. Like for me, I, I didn't crumble. I just said, I'm, I'm out. Like yeah. this is not the experience that I want. And, and, and let's talk about what's the right way to move forward from this where I can feel appreciated. But at the same time, that's not the right way. So when you say you're out, did you ghost? No, I just said like, I need, this is what I need in order to make you communicate. Yeah. As I, as I transition into another opportunity, but I a hundred percent communicate. It wasn't just like no, I'm a professional. I'm not just going to disappear. Like that's yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. It's unacceptable. So, exactly. I'm give you feedback on what happened. And you might not like the feedback. 
And you may think that you're, you know, we all have our different experiences, right? And how we experience one thing can maybe be, can be very much different than someone else. Yeah. So you may have a different perspective, but don't hate. Hate is not good. Mm-hmm. And I am so tired of haters out there that are blocking other people's opportunities because of something that you've heard. Mm-hmm. Keep your damn mouth shut <laughs> unless you have all your facts. Yeah. But haters, haters aren't going to keep their mouth shut. Haters hate. That's what they do. But you know when you get hating on that you got something good. Yeah, that's true. Because haters don't hate on people who don't have anything good. Mm-hmm. They leave those people alone. It just doesn't feel good, though, when you're hated on and it blocks something that you really wanted. Now, in hindsight, I'll tell you, because you know my, my parents, my mother and my stepdad, they're a minister. So my mom would say 100% and that wasn't meant for you that God shut the door because there's something else that he had in store for you. So I do receive that. However, it doesn't feel good when I, you know, when you really want something yeah. and because of someone else they got in your way, um, it's just not cool. Yeah. But there are lessons there. And that's another reason that things happen to us. Lessons on how to train yourself hmm. to when you, when you have an opportunity in front of you to say one or two things can happen, either I get it or that I don't. And it feels shitty. It feels very, I got to train myself for the worst part. I've got to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. But when we hope and hope and hope for the best and we never think about the bad scenario, that's when we get messed up. And you have to train yourself doing to do that all the time in Mm -hmm. relationships with things that you want because the universe is listening and sometimes they don't, it doesn't give you what it wants. Yeah, It gives you what you need. Mm-hmm. So that's why you constantly have to do the work. And, and that is filling yourself with text, text from books, things like that, where you're like, right now I feel like I want to scream. I want to cry. I want to lash out. I, I want to send messages. I want to do whatever that I know is not appropriate at the time of my emotions, at the height of my emotions. But I gotta re- you got to resort back to the things, your, your, your habits when, when in stressful situations, right? Like, like your training. It's almost like your self-training. Like you have to resort back to your training. And, you, and that's what you constantly have to do in life is train yourself for the worst possible scenarios. And yeah. training yourself to be ghosted is... Something we all have to do because yeah. it could possibly happen to happens. any of us. Yeah, yeah, it happens. And look, I do think though, don't be afraid to share feedback. So mm-hmm. if there is an opportunity where you where you are ghosted and you don't hear back, I mean, you don't ever want to get to a point where you constantly keep following up. But I do think if you know you were expecting someone to close the loop and that never happened, then it's okay to yeah. just follow up to say, Hey, I was expecting to hear from you. I would love to get feedback or just, just do your part. You actually taught of- me that you yeah. taught me that. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to send feedback. Yeah. You know, Cause I think I was like, no, I ain't gonna send no feedback. Cause I, you know, Ugh. you're so tough. Yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. good. No, I'm they, good. I did my training. Know missing out. You like, know, I did my training. Fine. Like, and it's like, no, <laughs> it's okay. Shay. Even if they yeah. didn't close the loop, it might help you get over ghosting by you following up one last time. And expressing your feelings to that employer um, or, you know, person that you were pursuing or wanted to have a friendship with and saying, hey, you know, I know that didn't work out or whatever the last situation was, but just wanted to share 
you know, thanks or what, whatever it is. Sometimes you might not want to use the word thanks, but just sharing feedback in general, like I think it helps the person who's been ghosted yeah. because then you can say that was my final thing. I did what I can do and I'm moving on. Yeah. And taking back your power, basically. Kind of take letting it go too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing too, when I think about too, like, so switching gears, going from professional to personal, well, I think sometimes <laughs> they cross I don't know. Sometimes I know I've been talking ways, about both. <laughs> Excuse right? me. Right. But sometimes they cross paths because I'm thinking about telling people things. And this is something I learned the hard way is don't always think that people who either are your friends or your allies or, or, or who they truly are, because it can come back and bite you. Because you're thinking that you are sharing information to a trusted source, resource, and that person does something that either hate or get in your way or share information that they shouldn't. And then that can stop or block your opportunity. So just be so mindful of that because Ugh, I can I tell you, I'm that. right. Because I am a very trusting person. Me too. And we both I, are. Sometimes I talk too darn much. Me too. I get so oh mad God. at myself. I'm like, like, shut up. Yeah, shut up, Tania. Why would you tell that person that? Yeah, me too. And I've, you know, shared something with someone and I definitely shouldn't. And when I did it, I noticed that some things on the other side of um, that was happening was a direct um, correlation to that person sharing something they wasn't. And then someone else got involved in I sprinkled a little hate on this situation. Oh, so you the worst. Be, when you share, you have to be careful. Like, you got to hold it to your you chest. Tell. I hold know. Close to your chest. Yeah. Yeah. That's my a good friend of mine um, has said to me at the time, you know, she said, T, you are too trusting. You got to learn how to hold close stuff close to your vest. And better, I just, but... I am trying really hard, but I am a very trusting person. And I can might consider you a friend or ally and I will tell you experience, you know, things that happen, but yeah. you know, it's really, it's just, it's so bad when someone else goes out of their way to do something, to prevent you from something. Isn't that just terrible? Like you yeah. just go out of your damn way to, to, to block someone or something that they're trying to do. Like, that's just terrible. Or when they turn your information into some tea, mm. like when I told you that that's not tea, I'm sharing yeah. that from person to person because I needed to so I you either get some advice or I friend. needed to. Yeah. Yeah. And you turn it into some tea. Like, oh, guess what Tania told me? Or guess what Shay told me? Like, oh, you a hater. Like, Ooh, you, you are good. a hater, boo. Like, you you hater. Like, but that's yeah. okay because the universe and the karma is <laughs> coming right back. It's coming back. Unfortunately. It's coming back. For you. Yeah. Um, Fortunately. You know yes. <laughs> um, I was talking to... Um, a good friend of mine. Shout out to Carlise. Hey girl. Hey Carlise. Um, and I was talking to her this morning and she was saying how just things that she's seen is really bad that in terms of like the black community is the worst at not supporting one another. Mm-hmm. And that just made me really sad to hear and what, that. In what way? Um, just like either, especially kind of professional way to help other people get jobs and opportunities or to, to kind of help someone along. She's like, we are, she felt as if we are the worst at doing it. I don't that. know. I don't know. I feel and like, I felt, I'm like, we getting I mean, better. Yeah. But I don't I mean, know if we're the worst. I don't know. Like, but when you think about other 
other people outside of our community. We really community. don't know though, because we're not in those communities. We, we only don't know, know our but, community. Right. You only know what you, what you experience, right? That's so you, what I'm it's saying. Hard, it's hard to say, but I do think that as a community that we can do better to help other people. I will say that, mm-hmm. that we can do a lot better in that space to help someone else out along the way. Yeah. Cause I can say yeah. that about women too. Like I think women Especially are a lot women. better, but we just you, said that. About you know how what we, I mean? How we yeah, have to support so, one another as women. Exactly. And I just think that, you know, people hate in proximity too. Like, you know, if I want a job, I'm trying to be head of athlete relations. I'm trying to be head of, you know, it is lit. Like there might be some competition there, you know, maybe that person doesn't want to support me. Now that's why I tell people, like I try to do so much deep work because there are times when I could be petty, but I'm like, no, if this <laughs> is, this one God wants for that person. Who am I to hate on it? Who am I to block that? It's not That's for bad. me. Right. And and yeah. I'm not saying that sometimes that doesn't creep into my mind, but I can't live with myself. I can't sleep at night knowing. How do you sleep at night knowing that you, you know what I mean? Like I don't, out of someone's mouth no. or you blocked the opportunity that could be great for them. Like, no, how do you sleep at night doing right. that? Like, I don't right. get that. I know. That's what I'm saying. So again, I don't know about other communities. I think we're getting better. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't want to tag us as that, but I definitely know that there are there's, some there's room for improvement. I think, but I again, most that. things come stem stem from systemic racism. Like the, the divide between a lot of people have happened in a long time. It has us competing, you know, in fashion and clothes. Who got the better shoes? Who got the better whatever? I got money. You don't like. Mm-hmm. I just think a lot of the problems that we have in the black community are caused by systemic racism. So I try to be mindful about how I say things or what I say. Just because, like, we've been programmed. Um, yeah. But you got to you know, break the cycle. It's yeah, just exactly. Simple as that. Like, you can't exactly. say that this has happened and it's a an excuse to keep t- continuing down that same cycle of not yeah, being that's supportive. What, that's what they want. Not helping people, of not you sharing know, information. Sharing information. You know what I mean? Where you got your shirt from. If I got it from TJ Maxx, like, well, I got to be, I got to tell you, TJ Maxx, the one on Peachtree, you know, that. Like, I need to let people know um, because, like, all right, maybe they wear it different. Maybe they style it different. Like, what does it matter if we have the same shirt? What does it matter if I got money and you got money? Like, you know, we just talked about on a previous episode when we were celebrating women um, on, um, I think it was International Women's Day Mm -hmm. on how can we help another woman out? Yeah, we did talk about that. You know, how can we make a difference in the life of someone else? We actually had it as a goal that we gave, I think, 30 days. So I hope that, you know, those of you who are listening out there or watching on our YouTube channel have actually taken that very seriously because, again, I think that we are put on this world to help others. And there's when I think about all the things that I have been blessed with, I've been blessed because I am always willing to help someone out no matter what it is. Yeah. I am, I am committed to that. Yeah. And and I think that's why I continuously like why I'm blessed. Yeah. But the moment that you become so close or self self-centered and you're only thinking about yourself and you're missing out on so much more. Yeah. And it goes back to that. Like, you know, everybody knows somebody and speaking of women, helping women, Literally something that I I helped another woman a few years ago with just um, working through some interview questions um, and also just some directional things about where they were going in their career. And she was figuring it out at this time. Now she works at the New York Liberty and she gave me um, 
a spot on her Sunday um, shout outs and posted me on the New York Liberty WNBA page and and leaned back. And like, she's Love literally like, that. I'm so happy that my job allows me to give uh, people their flowers while they can still smell them. That's what she said to me Love and literally contacted me, asked me a few questions. And um, it was it was just a dope experience just to have someone that you met. And I didn't even meet her in person that you met. Uh, online and, and talking through things. And then she was like, yeah, let me, you know, lean back and give Shay a little shout out. And I was like, wow. So that was super cool to be recognized by a WNBA team. I mean, one being a woman, right. I, I always wanted to be kind of in the WNBA. Um, I, I didn't want to try out, but I just, you know, you know, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have done that. But like, that was so cool for me. So yeah. Well, one, uh, congratulations. That. Very well. Shout out to Barb. Uh, hey, Barb. Thank hey, you. Barb. Thanks for helping out another another woman in your in, yep. in your in your network, which is yep. amazing. She got a friend for life in me, so yay! But look, well deserved. So, yeah. a job well done, Shay. Thank you. Um, so but much. that is exactly what I was looking for—just mm-hmm. something on the lines of how can we help someone else? Yep. How can we pull another woman up? How can we help someone else that may need something, whether it be a connection, an introduction? Um, or advice. There are so many different things that you can do yeah. when it comes to helping people. Like in my family, the first thing that comes to mind is like, can I get a couple of dollars when I think about <laughs> helping? And I'm like, stop it. Helping doesn't mean that I am physically coming out of my pocket every time. <laughs> There's other right? ways that I can right. help out. Right. So I just, you know, I just encourage all of us to, you know, help someone out. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man or who you're helping. It just means how can you get out of your own space to reach out, um, to help someone else. No, that's, that's so true. And, you know, what other ways, you know, can you help people besides giving a couple dollars? Like mm-hmm. what do people need these days? I kind of, I feel like the needs of the world change all the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, I, feel I know like, for me, I know yeah, for go. me, I, um, I am a board president of second chance mission. It's a non-for-profit organization that is really meant to take a holistic approach to homelessness. So not just providing shelter and food, but job readiness, like just getting people from, because when you are homeless, your your life kind of goes on pause, right? Yeah, yeah. So how do you help those in need get back on track that we can, they can get back to fully functioning in the world when their lives have been on pause. So that's something that's very important to me. So I do a lot where I may, you write a course and share it on interviewing skills on, you know, I may donate clothes. I may go and uh, work and do and, and feed the homeless at shelters and things like that. So I'm always thinking it's that mindset. You know, I, um, my mom, you think about my, my parents, they lived their lives to helping others. So naturally that's something that I learned from them, but I do think there's so many different ways that you can do that, you know, in your own communities mm-hmm. that we can help those who are in need. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I got to step my game up because <laughs> uh, I mean, I do what I can when I can, but uh, I would say it's nothing consistent. So yeah. I definitely can, can bump up that part um, of the serving service leadership style yeah, that, do you know, more. I'd like to embody. Yeah. I always think that we can all do more, but I, I think what I can appreciate Shay is one, just calling it out. And then two, 
which I know you would do because just who you are is being very action oriented. Yeah. To say, okay, okay, yeah, that's just who you are. But yeah, human connections, like, that's my thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why like, not? Okay. I need, I know I need to do more, but and here's how I'm going to do it. So I just think that it's something that we all can do to just to, you know, pay it forward. Like we are blessed in so many different ways. And, and how can you be a blessing to someone else? No, literally, I literally realized like, I don't know if it was the other day, but you know, when you start to think about things that happen around the world, like mm-hmm. the fact that I have the privilege to look on my phone at someone else's plight, like, you know, people in Ukraine and mm. things that are happening, you know, just with, you know, the African immigrants in Ukraine, like people not like, and I'm like, I'm just thinking like, wow, like I'm rich. You know what I mean? Like I'm rich in so many other ways, not so financially, but just like all the the things that I get to do. and. I do sometimes get that like guilt, like, oh my God, like, how did I end up here? Like, how did my life end up over here? You know, I don't know. I just get, I get in those modes where I'm like, I have to be thankful. Like I have to say a prayer right now. I have to thank God. I have to really, really just um, not take this stuff for granted. Try not to complain. I was telling my mom the other day because we have valet trash and I'm like, really? Like, like really valet trash? Like I can't even take out my own trash. And it's not that I can't obviously, but that just comes with, um, where I live, but it's like stuff like that, that I'm like, I need to make sure that I'm grateful. I need to make sure that I give, I need to make sure that I make sure other people are okay. Like I need to make sure like, whether it's financial, whether it's time, whether it's this podcast, where we're, cause we are giving to the world every time we get on this mic. Mm-hmm. It's we, like, we hope that we can help, you know, you, know you, you, you get something, even if you take away one nugget, that's going to make you different tomorrow than you were today. Mm-hmm. Then that makes me feel that that just validates that it's a job well done that because that's all we want you to do is just take away one nugget that you can walk away and and and, and commit to doing something different um, that's going to change who you are or one little facet of who you are then 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 we're doing our jobs amen well said <laughs> I got nothing to add to that <laughs> um and I think last but not least since we're on this subject too is, you know, especially as it, as it relates to careers, you know, what is something that you can do, you know, in your own career that is going to, you know, when we talk about, since we're on this topic about helping yeah, and, and reaching out, what is something that you can do in your own network that's going to help someone else be able to get a job? Because there are so many people who, I mean, the good thing is, a lot of people are leaving jobs and there's a lot of positions out there, mm-hmm. but we all know is not, you know, it's a combination of what you know and who you know, but when you have that connection to someone, it just makes life a lot easier. So there are so many different people just, I know in networks looking for jobs and yeah. I just love if we can help those out. So we talk about hate, like the opposite of hate is love. And how can you show yeah. a little bit of love and help someone else? Who maybe who may be seeking another opportunity to help get them in front of the right person? I just think it's it's like a the right question. thing to do. It's mm-hmm. a good question. So I would say, what I do is I vet people before the job is even available. Mm-hmm. Like when I meet people and I see something, a sparkle in their eye, pep in their step, purpose in their walk, I'm like, I don't know what we'll need, but I know we're going to need something that you got coming up. And mm-hmm. whether that's a month, whether that's a year, whether I go to a different job. So I, I do 
I already vet people like I already as if they're interviewing. So I ask questions like, you know, what drives you? Like, what, what do you want to do next? Like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, those typical questions I ask. I actually met a girl today who um, she's been in a position that she's in for a really long time and she wants to be challenged. Mm-hmm. And I had to I had to get I had to ask five questions in order for her to get that out because I didn't know her. I just met her through another person. I already got her contact and everything. I was like, you know what? I don't have any job openings or anything like that, but I can tell she's special. I was like, I don't have any job openings. You know, we're not looking for anyone now, but just send me your resume. Like, I just want to have it on file. I think you're awesome. Let's just keep in touch. And I kind of just like have a Rolodex of those type of people. So when I do hear things come up, boom, I either shoot it to them directly or I already tell the hiring manager, I got the perfect person. And that actually happened um, at OTE. Uh, Shout out to Marissa Flagg. Uh, the and shout Marissa. out to OTE, you guys. And shout out to OTE. Fire! Thank Congrats. you, thank you. We doing we doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Marissa um, was coaching at Seton Hall, women's basketball coach, and she had been coaching there. God, I don't want to get this wrong, but maybe like seven to ten years or whatever. Um, I think around the seven year mark, and she's like, I'm just looking for um, something different, but a challenge. I, you know, I want to see what else my skills, you know, can do after you know being an assistant coach for so long. And then a, a friend that I worked with at NBA Summer League told me about her way before I even reached out to her. I'd follow her on social media. I watched her just like, you know, just wanted to see what she was about. Boom. And then something opened up and I was able to, you know, put her name in the hat and she ended up getting the job one because she's phenomenal, not because of my recommendation, but I just had the trigger ready. Like I had already had a couple people vetted for certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she had got the job. So I'm like, God, just, that's just so, it felt so good just to like, I already have the right person to pull the trigger on. You know what I mean? Like I didn't need to do anything else. I'm like, all I needed to say is I got the perfect person. And then everyone she interviewed with, they were like, she's great. And I'm like, that is, that is awesome. Yeah. Cause what you were doing then Shay, it's kind of building your own talent pipeline. Yes. Like, and that's what's important. That's what we all should be doing. Like I always say to people, Mm -hmm. especially leaders in our organization, is you should always have your recruiter's hat on. I don't care where you are. You can be mm. visiting a bank and the bank teller is phenomenal. You're like, oh, this person will make a great sales associate because they have all the attributes that you're looking for because they're outgoing and friendly and can do well with making connections. Like never take your recruiter hat yes. off. You should always be, always be vetting for talent and putting folks in your, your pipeline and staying in touch with people in your pipeline because you never know that that person or someone in that tile, that talent pipeline can be ready and willing and be the perfect person for an opportunity. So, you know, you, we should always be having our recruiters head on, even at a grocery yeah. store, no matter what. And you everything's go. about timing. Like, like I said, like at the time, you know, there was nothing at the moment for her, but I knew like once it came about and like, and a couple jobs opened up where I had like socialized it, but the, the last one was like, that's her. We come, yeah. we come across so many amazing people exactly. in our life in, in our lifetime. And it could be on a flight. You know, how many times you sit next to someone and you're like, you're phenomenal. Let's exchange information. And that's someone who you can put in your talent pipeline and just keep in touch with. And again, it's just like expanding your network and growing your network. And that person can either be a resource to you or you can be a resource to that person. So let's just you know, I make sure that we, we like can continue to, so to, to be open and 
And you know, there, look, there's times when I when I'm sit down, and I'm exhausted, I'm tired. Me too. I don't want to say me anything. Too. I'm like, leave me alone. Me too. Um, but but you'll feel that energy. Like sometimes yeah. you feel the energy. Sometimes you you know someone's doing too much, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go sleep. And then there's sometimes where you're like, that was really nice of that person to hold my bag and put it up. You know, like it's yeah. like the chain of events that get you to talk to that person. But sometimes, yeah, you get on and you want to go sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually well, had listen. somebody draw me one time. Like, wow. I was like, hey, can I, I got to practice. Like, can I do your profile? And I left the plane with like a profile pic. I was like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, so. I love that. That is too cute. See, so just be open and yeah. listen, tippers. We so appreciate you listening to our pod. And we are just very thankful of you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to us. And we can, we ask you to continue to, to, to listen, to continue to follow us wherever you get your podcast. And if you have any topics or anything of interest, be sure to reach out to me or Shay. How should I do that, Shay? They should follow us on Instagram at tipping the scales <laughs> podcast, full word. Um, and also anywhere you get your podcast, obviously Apple I, what, I always get Apple Podcasts um, or Spotify, um, but our link tree is in the bio of our Instagram page and our social media on Twitter is tipping the scales, missing the eye and tipping um, because there's not a lot of characters, but yeah, that's where you can find us. <laughs> awesome. And we want to hear from you. So thank you for listening. And until next time, thank you. Have a great week. See ya. See ya.